Lineup. Lineup. Locked. Locked. Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready? And lock it in. It's that time. Lock it in. Lineup Locked Podcast is here. A Create a Rank Podcast. I'm Zach, your host, along with my player two, and only a player two, the Dynasty Dingo, Lee. What's shaking, my man? How are you this Friday? Oh, it's great. It's Friday, end of the school week. Uh, can't complain. All right, man. Yeah, that, 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 that is uh, My work week is strenuous. I could only imagine school because <laughs> it's like so easy to not... You know what I mean? Like when you get oh, yeah. when you get to that school, it's like, oh, I can do this or do that. Every you know, everybody wants to party and hang out. Some people don't. Some people want to study. It's just a it's a weird dynamic. It's it's, a, it's interesting. I, I envy you for being so so headstrong in it. So, are, are you basking in your Philadelphia win glory right now? Oh my god, I was I was so excited. I mean, the birds that they showed out, they came to play, and I could not be happier. And, and we still have DJX on the horizon. Tim Jernigan didn't play. Sidney Jones didn't play. You know, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. That was, and you know why that's big too, is for our listeners out there, Lee is an Eagles fan. I and Chris are, Cal, are Cowboy fans and Matt's a Packer <laughs> fan. So here's how that, that, that win just shook things up. It's a huge tiebreaker, number one. Um, if Dallas... In two weeks from now, when they play Green Bay, if Dallas beats Green Bay, it's kind of a wash because we still have a, that means we still have a technically better record in that. But if for some reason Green Bay does what Green Bay does to Dallas and beats them, the Eagles have a huge, huge tie-breaking aspect, and they still play each other twice. So exactly, that's a, yeah. that's big time. So that that was a that was a great game, man. I can't. I wonder if Devont. You know, it would have, could have, should have. But I wonder if Devontae Adams finishes the game if it goes to overtime. I think the Eagles still win, but I think we might have got an extra an extra drive or two out of it. Yeah, it could have happened, definitely. I mean, Devontae was, was on fire that game. Yeah, he was. I played against him in three leagues. Fun times. Fun times. Wow. It's the, the you, kiss see, of, play, you see we're matching up against each other in uh, our redraft? I do. Jamal Williams did really well for me, but uh, at least he's uh, okay. He uh, actually he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> he said he's all right, but yeah, he got one point and got injured. So that certainly didn't help our uh, dynasty case. So speaking of, of Dynasty, I want to cover a couple of newsworthy things with our listeners real quick before we get into starts and sits. So first off, Devontae Adams. If you haven't been following the story, they're going to be precautionary. It looks like surgery is not going to be needed. He is getting an MRI. So we're thinking two weeks probably? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, he's got the long week to prepare for it. He does, so absolutely. There's a realm of possibilities where he – does he play the boys next week? Uh, no, they play the Jets. Then yes, and I, they'll probably sit him and bring him back for the, and the Cowboys after that, or when do they play? Uh, gosh, so the Cowboys play the Saints, then the Packers, and I think the Jets right after that. Okay, so the, so the, the Packers do play, the next game for the Packers is the Cowboys. Yes. Or no? Yes. Okay. You are correct. So, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty important game, so I think they'll do everything in their power, you know, to get to get Adams back on the field before that. The long week definitely helps, but they'll, they'll be careful, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. So speaking of careful, um, Matt and I did our waiver show last week, so hopefully our listeners got some some meat to put on their team, so to speak. I have a couple speculative get them now um, before everybody else can. Now, two of them are Packers, which means you can't get them now until waivers run next week. But with the questionability, uh, obviously the first practice is Wednesday, so with people not really knowing what's going with Adams, you might be able to sneak a pick, uh, sneak this guy in. Also, running back-wise, I, I got a running back too just in case uh, the running back's unable to go because they do like to use two. 
So those two ads I have are Geronimo Allison, who's been dropped in a tremendous amount of leagues. He was drafted in almost every one, but just hasn't really been performing. And then the other is is a Dexter Williams. Uh, Dexter Williams is a super, super deep dive. I'm talking like 14-man league, or if you're in a league that had Saquon Barkley and you didn't get Gallman and you need like an ultimate running back flyer, and also another running back, Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi said he's ready to ready to roll, ready to play for any team that wants him. So maybe maybe get it this weekend before it's locked and somebody sees the news on Monday on their PC. So that's uh, that's that waivers as far as that game goes. Now before I go to your waivers and finish mine, Lee, I do want to talk about. There's a few major injuries going on right now before we get to starts and sits. So first off. Crazy because a lot of them are game time normally, but we got some some major outs already. T.Y. Hilton is doubtful, leading towards not playing. Justin Jackson is already out, which means Melvin Gordon might play, and Mike Williams is already out as well. So yeah, that's uh that's crazy. So uh, chances are someone drafted Mike Williams. Very disappointing right now, by the way. Um, as an RB2 or, or flex play, so they're scrambling to the wire um, to look for somebody. So we get uh, some replacements for that as well that I got here in a second. Uh, Scary Terry, they're saying that uh, Terry McLaurin, the F1, will play. Uh, he will test it pregame just to make sure, but he should be good to go. Go ahead and move him in your flex so you have options just in case. Godwin's game time decision. This one's tough. That game's at 3 o'clock. So... I've got an ad for you to, to possibly add for the Monday night game in case you want to sit it out if you don't like your noon options. Edelman is also game time decision, but he does have his travel bag and is traveling with the team. He's tough as nails. I think I expect him to go. This is a big game. I expect him to play. So uh, before, I, before I go to you, Lee, I'm going to finish up with the waivers that I have. Uh, my favorite waiver for my Godwin owners out there is Deontay Johnson. There's only one of the 3 o'clock game. There's the Sunday night game, which is the Cowboys and uh, the Saints. And there's the Monday night game, which is the Bengals and which is the Steelers. Deontay Johnson is the starting wide receiver for the Steelers. He got a touchdown last week. I think five targets. He's still very, very low owned. It's You could do a lot worse. So if for some reason you want to Try to, to put Godwin in your flex and see what happens and see if there's an opportunity to start him and if he'll play. I would roster this guy today. Plus, I think it's a good ad period anyway. Another wide receiver is Preston Williams that I'm big on. I've been talking about him every week. Drop touchdown last week. Targets are there. They're a bad team. They're going to pass a lot. You could do a lot worse with the bye weeks coming up. And last but not least, speaking of bye weeks, or even if you're just streaming tight end, Pick Tyler Eifert up today before people start reading about it Monday and Tuesday. Tyler Eifert plays the Cardinals in Week 5, who have, for the first three weeks, been the worst team in the league. Not only the worst team, like bad, 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 20 points a tight end bad. So Tyler Eifert, I think, is worth a grab if you're streaming or if you have TJ Hawkinson or someone that's on bye in Week 5. Now, Lee, what do you have as far as speculative ads for our listeners? Yeah, so the, the things that I'll say for sure is now that we're into bye weeks, it's really important to note the um, the guys who are on bye currently who won't show up in that projected because, if I'm not mistaken, most waivers, ESPN, Yahoo, Sleeper, they all show week that, that week their projection. They don't show like season-long projections unless you, you change it to that. Like if you're on your phone, it'll show week-long projections. That is correct. Yeah, so... Those guys, there's a ton of guys who, you know, are on by who you won't see there. And I recently in a league just saw Jamison Crowder line there on uh, on waivers. And I was like, hmm, Sam Donald gets back. Um, Crowder was his favorite target in that game. And I, I scooped him up. And it's just a point to note that whenever there's a buy, there's definitely guys who fly under the radar who, if you can stash them on your bench, might be key contributors. And some guys that I'll point out, like I said, Jamison Crowder. Um, I think he'll be the target monster that he was with Darnold. Um, Pettis is, is working back into the starting lineup. He played pretty well the other day, and I do think that he'll get he'll get more looks now. And then last one is I, I even saw Tevin Coleman in the league. So if Tevin Coleman's on, on the waivers in, in a league, you should definitely go after him because you know he is the de facto starter in that. 
And an important thing to note is that Jeff Wilson has been getting a lot of the goal line work and scoring a lot of touchdowns because of it. And once Coleman gets back, it immediately goes to him. Oh, yeah. Because he is the, the, bigger, the bigger power back in that offense compared to Breda and Mostert. So he's, a, he's a definitely a good spec of that. Oh, for sure. No, I dig it, man. And, every, and, I, and think about it. Like, if you're in a league that has Godwin right now, right, and yep. you don't know if he's going to play, instead of taking a zero, you've got to roster somebody else. So if you have Debo Samuel, if you have Pettis, heck, maybe even Robbie Anderson, there are owners out there who either have or are going to have to cut a guy like that that's on a buy that's no possible points. So be the savvy owner and be ready if that happens. Because I've seen, I've seen I'm part of six leagues. And I've seen Robbie Anderson dropped in two of them. I've seen Debo dropped in four. Pettis dropped in all. And I've seen Coleman dropped in one, and I picked him up. So just just get there. Like, like Lee said, go to your settings and change it to season-long projections. And that's what will pull up players that are on their buy. Otherwise, you won't even see them. And that's why people do that. Because they can sneakily drop them on Thursday or Friday. And... The candid owner will check to see who's available and won't see them. They're not there. You don't even know. So just check that out because that's what happens on bye weeks. Players that aren't playing sometimes get dropped because you have no other choice. I mean, if you have Barkley and no IR spot and then you have a Godwin situation and fill in the blank with injury, Devontae Adams, you've got to make a decision. You might have to cut somebody like that, right? So be the owner that's willing to swoop in there and pick one of these guys up because you'll be winning. And I think, I think Pettis is going to be a guy that you absolutely should probably try to target. I wouldn't start him, but he's trended up, man. He really, really, really is. I'm glad you brought that name up because he was gold down the stretch last year. So apparently there was health, some other issues going on. So it's a speculative thing. I'm not saying to, to get him and put him in your lineup, but it's definitely worth a pick. So on to the start and sits. So Lee, last week you went seventeen and thirteen. Very good job, sir. That uh, Thanks, sir. above fifty percent. I went fifteen and fifteen. So was there any that you looked back at and you're like, man, why did I say that? Or did you still feel pretty confident and it wouldn't change a thing, even though you know the outcome now? Ooh, let me go back. Actually, uh, I can't quite remember all of the. Uh, let's see. Um. I don't know, I guess I, Diggs, I was a little disappointed that I said to start Diggs and he had such a bad game. I was like, don't lose faith. Don't lose faith in <laughs> Stephon Diggs. Yeah. And, um, and boom, he, he did that. And then, yeah, and then the other one, I guess, is I, I wasn't sure if Scary Terry would do it again, and he did. So he's a guy I kind of missed on that I told, told people to sit. Yeah, Scary Terry was my proud start of the week. It was a very bad matchup. I actually won a league um, because of that start, and that was good, or won a game, excuse me, in my league. Um, I, I said to sit James Conner, which looked good, but I did say to start Debo. So not too, uh, not too fond of that. I I said, I said to sit Debo. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. But other than that, all right, all right. My sleeper Ty Johnson pick was completely wrong. So, (laughs) so yeah, Uh, yeah, I really got the, I mean, it it wasn't great work, but he got a ton of the work. (laughs) Yeah. 20, 20 touches for like 1.8 yards a carry. Yeah, I mean, that's what the Eagles run defense will do to you. But uh, oh yeah, no, their 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 defense is very good. We saw that last I, night. Yeah, we saw it last night too. I mean, Aaron Jones also did the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's get started, man. We got 15 games to cover, and let's try to give some sneaky starts for everybody that's going through these injuries and uh, needs to have that flex play or that RB two play or whatever the the fill in may, may be. Let's uh, help them win their league, eh? Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, first game is Atlanta and Tennessee. It's a noon game. Start and sit, Lee. What say you? Okay, yeah, I'll start. Um, I'll start Delaney Walker. Okay. And I really like Delaney Walker this year, and he is leading the team in target share. He's got above twenty percent target share, and that's like pretty ridiculous for a tight end. I know, like Olsen also has done that this year, and some of Kelsey and Kittle. But like to be in the same you know same conversation as those guys is pretty elite company. Oh yeah, and he's produced, he's produced too. I mean, he had like seven for sixty-seven last week. He had two touchdowns his first week. He had an okay game his second week, and he he is questionable. So it is something to look out for. And obviously, I'd change my pick if he's out. But he's been uh, Mariota's go-to target for sure. All right, who are we sitting? 
and we're sitting Devontae Freeman. Um, Edo Smith is back, and I wouldn't start Edo Smith either, but I, I just think that Tennessee's got a pretty solid defense. Devontae really doesn't look the player of old, which stinks because I, I used to love him. And, you know, if, I, if you can, try to avoid that backfield. Yeah, I don't like it either. My sit is also Devontae Freeman. I'm so out on him right now. I mean, he's yeah. if, if you are starting him, I'm hoping it's as your flex at this point. And you've uh, made a move. I mean, if you're if you're desperate, your roster build may be that you have to do something. Maybe check your waivers and see if somebody dropped Chris Thompson. Maybe check your waivers and see um, if if Daryl Williams on the Chiefs is available. He could be a sneaky good play. And, and I, I like both of those guys over Freeman. Um, my start is a guy that also might technically he might he, he was drafted in most leagues, but he's not rostered heavily anymore. It's Theon Lewis. I think that Theon Lewis. Yeah, I, yes, and this is for PPR by the way. I would not start him in a standard league. I think that uh, Deion Lewis is going to get a few catches. I think it's going to be a sneaky flex play. Um, you're not going to win your game because of it, but I think it's going to help you with that safe floor. I I see Atlanta. I think Atlanta is going to be pissed off. And I think they're going to punch Tennessee in the mouth. So I could see uh, Tennessee having to play a little catch-up. All right, next bold. game. It's bold, yes. It's bold, Jerry. It's bold. I like it. No, I like I like the Elmos as a player, too. He just hasn't been that good this year. No. No, he hasn't. That's why that is bold. Uh, Buffalo hosting New England, the battle of the unbeatens. <laughs> uh, who are you starting and who are you sitting? Yeah, so... um. My sit will be probably the same person for the rest of the season, and it'll be Sony Michelle. Oh, just because! Oh my goodness! Like he he keeps getting bailed out by touchdowns, and that's something that you can count on as a Patriots player. But it's just he's not the same player uh, as last year, and he's just not the player. I mean, he's, I knew he wasn't going to be the player, and I was pretty sure about it. But he's just not a first round pick. He doesn't one, look like it. he hasn't played the part. One missed tackle. Play better. One force missed tackle. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, come on, man. Like, this was be a first-round talent, and you can't force any missed tackles. Like, Furcad and White are both playing much better than him. And they lost their fullback. They put him on IR. That's huge. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's just all downhill from from that, from here. And then my start will be Cole Beasley because, I mean, I think the Patriots are the best at what they do defensively, but it's got to give somewhere, and I think the give is going to be the underneath routes because they're not going to let John Brown street down the sideline. Right. So I, I do think that, that actually Beasley will have a really solid game. Okay. I dig it. My sit is Josh Allen. Uh, I think Josh Allen is guy. I, I love him as a player. I love rostering him. I just don't think he's going to have a good game. I, his two games versus the Patriots last year were very troublesome. Uh, Belichick's going to take away what you do best, and that's scramble. So I can see some kind of weird quarter hybrid where they prevent the deep ball. And yet spy on both sides. Yeah. So I just I don't think Josh Allen's gonna get it done this week. And then my start is uh the new papa, James White. I think that I think that the Patriots are also going to have a problem with Buffalo's D, which is very, very good. I think that uh, Josh Gordon's also a candidate for a sit, by the way, too. I think that they'll have him shadowed. And I think that Burkhead and James White are going to eat. I think they're the they're the two that are going to move the chains the most with the short passing game. Oh yeah. And then for some reason, Bill Pel- Bill Belichick likes to feed these guys after they've had babies. It's like a like noted thing over his <laughs> tenure as a coach. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, we have uh, Detroit hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Start and sit. What you got in this battle of the unbeaten's with a tie? Oh yeah, it's it is unbeaten. You know, the tie's not beaten. Right. Um, yeah, I would. Um, my start is Michael Hardman. I think you started him last week, right? I did. Or you said you did. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that you know the Chiefs are going to do what they do best, and I, re- I really and the Lions' run defense has actually been pretty solid. So I think that they're going to air the ball out like they know they know how to, and I think that Darius Slay will probably be on Sammy Watkins. He's not playing. And that'll expose. Oh, Slay's not playing? He's not playing. Oh, well, I'm, I feel bad for the player, but that's good for the Chiefs. So yeah. basically all Chiefs to the moon, then. Um, but Michael Hardman's a guy that you might you might consider not starting because the pocket chair hasn't really been there, but he's a super explosive player, 
and it's a super explosive offense, so I definitely would, would start him. And then um, my sit would be Daryl Williams, actually. Um, I know Damian Williams was just uh, pronounced out. Right. But I still do think this is more Shady's backfield than his backfield. And like I said, they do have a pretty solid run defense. So I think people are going to get a little trigger-happy and try to chase the points that Daryl Williams provided. And I don't think that it'll be as predictable of a split as people think. Okay. No, fair. That's uh, For me, my start is going to be Matt Stafford. Um, I like him a lot this week, and the reason why is because the Chiefs are a high-octane offense. They're going to score points. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is scoring three or four touchdowns by himself, not including the running game. So you're going to have to put 35 on the board, or at least pass enough to try to contend with that. And they score quick. So I think Stafford is a candidate for 300 yards and two touchdowns, possibly, in, in this game. And my sit is going to be actually I don't want to sit anybody but if I'm choosing one I'm going to say it's McC- I'm going to say it's McCall Hardman because it's okay. it's one or two catches probably and you got to hope he takes it to the house or you're getting four points. So most of our listeners play in a PPR it's not the sexiest floor if he doesn't get there but I do think like in one league I'd benched him but then Mike Williams was out so he's back in my starting lineup. I just think this is going to be a high-scoring game, so I kind of just like everybody. I mean, it's like I said, it's, chances are if you have McCole Hardman, you won the last two weeks because he was in your flex, so it's hard to bench that guy. It really is. I just want our listeners to know it's two catches last week. It was two catches the week before, right? So uh, He had four and two, I think. Okay, maybe, four maybe, two. It is, maybe it is two. I don't, it's hard. I don't quite remember. You just have to, you have to be ready. You have to know what you're doing. If you're starting him, you have to be prepared. For just one catch, yeah. that might be, that might might be all it takes, but yeah, be sure. prepared for it. All right, up next is Miami. I'm sorry, excuse me. The Colts hosting the Oakland Raiders. Who are you starting and who are you sitting? Yeah, so the Colts, um, Colts Raiders. So I'm actually starting a surprise start, um, probably JJ Nelson. Okay, um, he is the number two receiver in. Um, in Oakland, and he played very well. Um, he got um, he was injured the first two games and played very sparing snaps. But then last week played I think seventy percent of snaps, had four catches and a touchdown. So I think that I do think that the Colts are the better team, and that the Raiders will probably be playing from behind. And I think that he's kind of a sneaky flex play if you know you got ravaged by injury. Or you're, you're again. He's a. I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's a late game. I'm not 100 percent sure. No, it's a noon game. Uh, oh, it's a noon game. Yeah. Never mind. Then it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a Godwin replacement. But he could be a sneaky flex start. Sure. And then I have to adjust my sit because it was Ty Hilton. Like I didn't want to play him injured, but now that he's probably going to be out, I guess my sit would be like any Colts. Um. Probably any Colts wide receiver. I I think that. They'll run the ball, the heck out of the ball, and then they'll probably feed the tight ends. So I'll I'll stay away from taking like a dart throw at like Pascal or Parrish Campbell. All right, I dig it. My start, I think this game, man, the Raiders have won one road game under Gruden, and this is back to back. this could be this could be an ugly game, but I, I think the Colts are gonna pull away towards the end. I think that Oakland will kind of stay in a little bit with their dink and dunk. I'm starting Josh Jacobs. The Colts' run defense is not great. It's not mm-hmm. terrible. And, and Leonard's out. Yes, and they and they and they said 100% they're going to get him more involved in the passing game. So I'm going to start him and hope I get that three or four receptions. My sit is Jacoby Brissett because of the wide receiver situation. I I can see like a touchdown and 200 yards and a whole lot of Marlon Mack in the second half. I just don't think he's going to oh, yeah. give you the numbers that you would want to start. So our sits kind of go hand-in-hand hand there. All right, up next, Miami hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Boy, did this game get sketchy. Uh, who are you starting and sitting? Yeah, I don't even know who I'm sitting. Um, but I guess my start my start is, um, is Austin Eckler to the moon, I said. Just be like, like I project like 15, 20 plus points for Austin Eckler. Like, they're gonna run all over, the, and they're just gonna do it in the entire game. And Gordon might even play, but I still think for now it's, it's Eckler's backfield. 
and he's just going to run all over the all over the Dolphins. Okay. And then um, I don't know who my sit is. I guess it's every receiver outside of Keenan Allen. Nice. Okay. That, just that's because not... I do think it will be like they'll run the heck out of the ball, and there's not really anyone of talent in that like receiving core because Mike Williams is out. Like I was going to say Travis Benjamin, but he's also looks like he's going to be out. Like Dontrell Inman, I wouldn't start. Like I'll stay away from all pass catchers minus Ken. This is yeah. man. I would in the, the trusted offense. I wouldn't put money on it, but I would not be surprised if Miami somehow won this game. I don't know why. I don't. I got this funky, funky feeling that this is going to be like the survivor lock gone bad of the year. The Chargers are so put, uh, bad. They're so up, uh, bad put, at put noon. Ten bucks on it. What's up? Put ten bucks on it, and you probably get a plus four hundred or something. Yeah, I should do that. Probably actually. I should do that because I just. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what your odds are. And, uh, oh please! I'll put on ten dollars for you. Yeah, that's that's something worth doing. Because Los Angeles is freaking like they trap they, they're so banged up always. They travel so poorly. I just I don't get it, man. I don't know what's going on there, but anywho, my start and sit, I'm starting Preston Williams. Um I think that he's gonna be a fine play. I really do. I I, I can pencil him in for ten points minimum in a PPR, and then I'm sitting any other dolphin, period. So while you're still looking that up, I have a question for you. If it's announced that Melvin yeah, Gordon, if it's announced that Melvin Gordon's playing, this is a noon game. Would you put yeah. him in? Your, would you put him in a flex? Melvin Gordon, no. Nope. Okay. Um, I think they, they've said that, they, and I, like as a smart NFL franchise, like not having played the first few games of the season and like not having practice with the team at all, like it is really not in your best interest to play to play a running back a lot at all. All right. But I hope they know that. <laughs> Well, well, they're the Chargers. They don't seem to be the the pinnacle of health. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> did you find the Did you find the odds? Yeah, it's plus plus six thirty five. On your advice, I put ten dollars, so ten to win sixty four dollars. Wow, not too shabby. That's a video game. So let's hope. Yeah, uh, I'll, be, I'll be rooting. I'll be rooting for the fins. Fins up. Let's go. I'm telling you, man. Something that does not smell right about that game. But I could just be. I could. Somebody's gonna. They're gonna beat somebody. It's going to happen. I don't know when. I don't know who. But they're going to beat someone, and it's going to suck if you're that team. Um, That's right. We've got New York, Danny Dimes, hosting Washington. Uh, there was a little bit of a scare that uh, Haskins might start this weekend. Now it's looking like Keenum. Now it's being reported that Jay Gruden's going to be fired if the Redskins lose this game. Yeah. So I think I'm, ch- I think I'm changing my sit because of the news that is breaking that came across my phone like an hour ago. So I did I did originally say start both quarterbacks and sit Vernon Davis, but I think I'm going to change that, and I'm going to tell you why after you go. What are your start and sits? Yeah, so my start um, is contingent on Scary Terry playing, but my start will be Case Keenum. Because this this Giants pass defense is absolutely atrocious, right. and I do think that Case Keenum can sling the ball a little bit, and like as evidenced by that Eagles game. And so I'll start Keenum, and then I'll sit Wayne Gallman. Like I think he's a truly atrocious running back, just in general. <laughs> and I think that people are expecting you know him to be the starter and for everything to click. But Saquon just made so like at least last year. I'm not sure of the stat this year. But there were so many negative runs for Saquon, or like zero zero yard runs, like that he had to bounce to the outside because the line was so bad, or they stacked the box so much because they knew Eli wasn't going to throw. Yeah. So I, it's it's going to be more of the same this year, and I, I really don't expect Gallman to do anything unless he like plods into the end zone. Yeah. Um, so Barkley is, you know, I always call him Barry Sanders Jr. And that same thing with Barry, right? When he was with the Lions, it was. Those crazy, you've got nothing and make something happen that made him such a such a great running back. Exactly. So, so with my starts and sits, the reason why I changed it is I'm still starting Danny Dimes, 100%. Uh, uh-huh. He is just balling, and I'm going to start him until he proves me wrong. I don't want. I'm going to ride the train. It's kind of like wins his rookie year, right? If you had him, and you, it's like wow, he's scoring 25 points every week. You just start the guy and let him prove you wrong, and then you go elsewhere. If if it if exactly. it just is a flash in the pan. So I'm now going to sit Case Keenum, and this is why. This firing yeah. thing gave me the gave me the, the jitters. 
So if if let's just look at it this way: if the Giants are up seventeen to six at halftime, would you, if the reports you're about to be fired if you lose the game, would you put Dwayne Haskins in? Because if you make the switch at quarterback and Dwayne Haskins shows improvement and they're competitive the second half and it's not a blowout, maybe they keep you. Am I reading too much into this? No, I mean, I think it's a fair point for sure. I just, I can't see a scenario where, like, Case Keenum doesn't dominate this Giants team. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, obviously I can see a scenario, but I really don't think it's that likely. So I think if you committed to him as the starter, that he's going to be the guy for them. Like obviously, I'm not going to start Keenum if I'm a better if I'm in a better situation. He's more of like my streamer, like desperation quarterback play. Gotcha. Okay. No, that's fair. And then if Haskins plays, I actually like Vernon Davis and don't want to sit him because you know a rookie's best friend is the tight end. Even though they also have Sprinkle as well. All right, we've got Baltimore hosting the Cleveland Browns. Who are your starts and sits for this one? Um, yeah, my uh, star is Hollywood Brown. Okay. I think he had a down week last week, but he still got heavily targeted. Um, I think the Browns, as far as I'm aware, the Browns secondary is still a little banged up. And I just think he's a super talented player, and Lamar Jackson likes to look his way. So I do think that he'll have a good game, he'll have a bounce back game. And then my sit would be Jarvis Landry. Um, I don't think they're starting him anyways, but... Like, people, I think, are still tied to the fact that, oh, he was Jarvis. Like, I had a guy, like, I tried to make a trade of, like, I think it was, like, Keenan Allen and Tyree Kill for Hopkins or something. Like, I, I wasn't going to actually do it. Like, it was earlier, it was in the summer. And I was like, he's like, oh, no, like, I have a better offer. Like, I think, you know, it's Adam Thielen is a better wide receiver one, and, like, Jarvis Landry is, like, a low-end wide receiver one. Oh, wow. I, and I was like, you're crazy. I was like, you're, cause I, think, I think people really are still hung up on the fact that like he was so good with Miami, and he got so many targets last year. And like they really don't take into account the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. is there and Baker Mayfield struggling. Yeah. So I, I think don't get cute. Like Until Jarvis Landry proves you wrong, Like he is not a startable asset. Yeah, absolutely. And I have a funny trade story before I give my start and sit as well. Uh, this week, there's a team that is so, so, so very bad. The only two players on their team that are worth anything is Michael Thomas and uh, George Kittle. And Kittle's on a bye. And I actually helped them. I'm the commissioner. And they were like, who should I pick up? I told them to pick up Disley like two weeks ago and in a couple moves, right? So long story short, I have Kelsey on my team. And I'm not really super strong at receiver. I have like Valdez Scantling, Scary Terry, Mike Williams, McCole Hardman. It's just a lot of random pick up and pray guys, right? Robbie Anderson. Just you, you hope that the performance is there. So I came to him like, hey man, I was like, I'm interested in making a trade. I was like, you're 0 and 3, so I will shop Kelsey to you, but I need Kelsey. I, I need Kittle and Disley. And the only reason I'm doing this is because you have Michael Thomas. I want Michael Thomas as well. I was like, so I will give you four of my wide receivers, four of them, and Kelsey for Michael Thomas, Disley, and Kittle. And they said no. And they countered with Kittle and Jarvis Landry for whatever I for what I offered them. I was You're like, hell no. I go, I go, what in what world does that help my team? I was like, I'm giving you four receivers for Jarvis Landry and a tight end that's not as good as mine? He's like, yeah, but it's Jarvis Landry. So then he laughed that you were talking about that. Like, yeah, no, it's not (laughs) Jarvis Landry. So, anywho, and and I told him, I'm like, man, you know, this really is a really, really good trade for me if Michael Thomas picks it up, obviously. But at the same time, you guys are, like, they're having to start – Damian, like Damian Williams is in their starting lineup right now. Their lineup's so bad. So, yes, it's kind of a fleece, but it's a it's a fleece with giving enough starters because it's a dual flex league to where it filled yeah. it out and gave them a fighting chance, right? Sometimes you just yeah. got to do something because you're so bench poor. But didn't happen, so we'll see what I can, I can do. So my start on this game is Hollywood Brown as well. He is top five in air yards and top five in targets, so I'm not sitting him, period, if this continues. And uh, my sit is Baker. Uh, in fact, most play people are telling you to drop him. I don't know if I'm doing that quite yet. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe still holding on to hope, but I'm not playing him. Not at all. All right, next we have Panthers 
and they are visiting Houston this week. What are your starts and sits for this game? Yeah, so um, Panthers, I've got start Greg Olson, another guy who's top um, over 20% target share. And Kyle Allen really fed him the ball when he played. Yeah. So I think that Olsen looks pretty good. I wouldn't say he looks like super athletic or anything, but he's getting open. He's, he's being targeted in the red zone, and he's on the field for, I think, over 80% of snaps, Like, which I can't even say that about Delaney Walker, who has the same target share. Right. So also, it's really a pick that can't fail. Like I, I think that like I, one of my friends had Ertz in him, and I was like, you probably should start Olsen. Like, I love Ertz to death. But, like, Olsen has been targeted out the wazoo. Like, he has nine targets in two games. And it's just, he seems like a slam dunk to me. And then my sit is Jordan Aikens. Uh, I think people are, might, might start chasing points, like people love to do. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't pick him up because he did look pretty good and, and Watson did target him. Right. But, but it does seem more that the two touchdowns are a fluke than that he's going to be a consistent part of that passing game with all the weapons they do have. So de- I would definitely not start him, but he's, he is kind of a stash. And apparently my dog agrees with you. As she's barking in the awesome. background, she's like, oh, yes, I'm all about this. All about it. <laughs> so for me, um, there was it was brought up to me this week, somebody who's a DJ Moore owner. Um, somebody who's a DJ Moore owner was worried about the targets. I'm like, well, he got a touchdown, but they're worried – that he might not be startable with Kyle Allen. Maybe there's not a chemistry. And what advice I can give anybody who's a DJ Moore owner is that the Texans' secondary is not stopping anybody right now. And on top of that, I think that maybe Greg Olson targeting was part of the game plan because the Cardinals are so bad against the tight end. So I would expect some of the... I still expect Olsen to be a start, but I'm saying you start in confidence Kyle Allen and all of his weapons. I think they're going to have a fine game. And my sit is the Texans' D. I actually saw it uh, recommended that they're a good streaming defense. I don't think so. I I really don't. I would rather play the Panther D over the Texans because Deshaun Watson will get get sacked four or five times a game. So that's uh, that's my thought process on that. So, up next, we have the Los Angeles Rams hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Starts and sits, what you got? Ooh, let me find them on my list. Rams, Buccaneers, where are they? Why can I not find them? Oh, here we go. Uh, my start is, the, uh, is O.J. Howard. Okay, um, let's go. And I think that is probably more contingent on the fact that Godwin doesn't play, but... I mean, he got targeted, like, he only had four targets, but he made the most of them with three for 66. And, I mean, I think Arians challenged him to be a, a more, like, a bigger part of the offense. Like, he wasn't playing great. And I think that, you know, against the Rams, you got to pull out, you got to use all your weapons, you got to you pull everything out of the playbook and make sure that, you know, you got to come combat that really quick defense. And, and especially, like, that pass rush, I think it would be even better for O.J. Howard, you know, kind of just, running the seam down the middle or some curls and getting open. So I really do think O.J. Howard actually is back in startable territory. Okay, I dig it. My sit is a surprise sit, and it'll be Todd Gurley. And the Buccaneers' run defense has been really, really good this year. Like, Vita V is, is, is playing, like, one of the top defensive tackles in the league. And they've been stopping everyone. And I think that they're going to be able to exploit the Buccaneers a lot more with the passing game and that they'll kind of phase early out, maybe give them some rest um, like, like they have been the rest of the year. And, you know, I don't know. I, I don't see I don't see Gurley being a huge part of this game. All right. I am actually starting Gurley, and I've seen the stat like that you're mentioning. Their run defense has been very, very solid. I think that Gurley and McVay might be a little pissed off, though, and tired of these questions. And something very telling to me is they didn't run the ball like I would like to have seen. Uh, was it Sunday Night Football or Monday Night last week? Sunday Night Football. But I did notice that Malcolm Brown didn't even get a touch till the second half. And uh-huh. I like that. So I have a, I have a weird feeling that Gurley's going to bounce back, and this is going to be the week. I really do. And the reason why is I think that they're going to kick the kick the snot out of Tampa Bay. So I think Gurley is going to get 100 yards this week. 
It's bold. It's bold because your stats are there. But I, I just got a feeling that it's 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 time to, to keep hope alive with Gurley. And yeah, let's see. Yeah, we, we shall see. I could like I said, it's it's gonna be one or the other. It's gonna be a four point performance or fifteen. There is no eight or nine here, I don't think. So no, I agree with you. And I'm gonna sit Jameis Winston. Um this defense okay. is gonna get after him. I I'm looking elsewhere. Sure. All right, let's see. We have Arizona hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Who are you starting, and who are you sitting? Yeah, so my start will be Chris Carson. Okay. Um, I do think they're going to give him a chance to redeem himself. And with Penny possibly not playing still, although it looks like he will, um, Carson will handle a lot of the load. And I, and I do think he just looks like the more talented back. Like, I like Penny. I liked Penny. And I was like, okay, it's like a kind of a sleeper pick when they picked him in the first round. And he just has not lived up to the expectations. So I really do think Carson's a talented back, and then, and they, they will trust him once he like he never had a fumbling problem in college. He only fumbled like twice. Okay. So I, I think that's it's more of like a, a a random a random occurrence than like a continuing trend. And then um, my my sit like I really don't want to sit anyone to be honest. Like any of these like literally any of these players like I, I would feel fine starting. But I guess I'll just say DK Metcalf um, because, I don't know, more just a gut feeling, I guess. I, maybe because I think that the the Seahawks will run the ball a lot and, you know, kind of get ahead early and coast to the, the victory. And they won't have to utilize Metcalf. But, I don't know, he's just a guy that, like, is very unrefined in his route tree and kind of just runs straight. And while I think he's going to end up being a, a great player... Um, I, I do think there has to be a certain point where, where a team will, will realize that and start stopping it. So we'll, we'll see if that's this game. Okay. And, you know, I like where, I like where your gut was at there um, because my sit is no one, by the way. Um, <laughs> nice, I, nice. I, I really do think that any time you play the Cardinals, you can play anybody. You know, we said it last week, and um, Chris was probably thinking the same thing a lot of people were, so I'm not blaming him. Um, hey, it's a backup quarterback. with Curtis Samuel, no way. DJ Moore, no way. They all did fine, every single one oh, of them. Yeah. And on the other side of the ball, same thing with the Cardinals. Kyler Murray had a respectable number. Um, all of them. I mean, if, if you have a guy rostered that's on a team that the Cardinals are playing or the Cardinals, you can probably start with confidence every single week because there's going to be so many snaps. Like, I, I don't see anybody really maybe temper expectations with a few, but I really the ball for the Cardinals is spread around so much, you really can't sit anybody. Yeah, I wonder the one person I don't have a concern about him, but David Johnson running the ball has not been very good. No, and it's probably a product of the line. But it's interesting to see if he can pick that up, or he'll just rely on touchdowns and, and receptions. Right. So we'll see. My start of the week from this game is is uh is all new phone who Disley. That's my uh, yeah. That's my that's my start of the week in this game. Um, I'm telling you right now, if you're streaming tight end crazy psychopath like myself, you can chase the Cardinals until proven otherwise. Like I would have no problem starting Disley this week, going to Eifert next week, and then if it's these guys that are on teams that aren't rostered, just keep the the rotation flowing like the salmon of Capistrano for real <laughs> until until it just doesn't work. Uh, we uh, this game's weird for me, so I'm interested to get your thoughts. Chicago hosting Minnesota. Who are your starts and sits for oh, this? Oh, this one? is a weird game. My sit is also a hot take. Okay, um, I like it. Be Dalvin, it'll be Dalvin Cook. Okay. And it's just the the Bears defense is elite, and it's at home, and I, I just think that Dalvin Dalvin does have to come down to earth eventually, and I think this is definitely the game for him to do it. And I'm not even saying that I'll have like less than 10 points, which is kind of like the missed threshold. I just think that people might not get the Dalvin Cook they've been getting for the past three weeks. Okay. And um, my start will be an interesting one, too. Um, it'll be Irv Smith Jr. And he had like three catches for 60 yards last week. He played a lot more than he had. That is a sleeper. And he's actually the highest graded rookie of the class so far. Like PFF has graded him pretty highly because he's just been when he's on the field he's been making a, a large like a major impact like he's looked at like athletic as a receiver a lot more athletic than Kyle Rudolph has ever looked and I think that 
they'll keep working him more and more. And then, you know, the, against a really good defense, you, you tend to tight, uh, target the tight end especially. So it okay. could be Irv Smith breakout game. I'm just saying. Could be the Irv Smith breakout game. All right. So you think maybe this will be a sneaky roster ad today? Yeah, so you're probably not going to go start him, and I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. But I think he's a guy you can, you can speculatively add and kind of see where it comes. All right, I like it. So what I typed on this one was bad matchup, and I don't have any starts and sits. And I know that's a cop-out, but honestly, if you have Dalvin Cook, you're going to have to start him. And that this yeah. is no slight against you, but it was 50 yards in two games last year, which is terrible. But I've seen a few running backs run a little bit, so I think you just have to hope. I think you're hoping for 50 yards and a touchdown, and you're happy. If there just happens to be a situation where he can get into the end zone, you're pumped, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, maybe he busts one on the passing game, right? At the Chris Thompson show that you can get him with screens. So yeah. maybe maybe a situation like that. So I just couldn't live with myself if I set Delvin Cook and he had a 70-yard screen touchdown, right? Um, so then you're starting him, right? I guess I am, yeah. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm starting them all. I mean, you're st- I'm still at the point where I'm not benching Diggs yet. You know, he's moved further down to flex territory, but I don't expect him to do anything this game. Do you? No, so I actually, I have, I'm curious because I, I, I do have a start dilemma in one of my leagues. Okay. I'd love to hear your input on. Fire so away. I've got, I've got a flex, and I'm starting. Greg Olson is definitely going to be my tight end one. Right. Um, but I also have Delaney Walker. And my flex right now is between Delaney Walker, um, Steph Diggs, Nicole Hardman, and um, I think that's it, actually. Is it is it PPR? It's half one. Oh, man. I might go Hardman for the boom. Are you, yeah, favored, like, are you favored to win this matchup? Or so you... The thing is, the, the other team is not doesn't look that great. So I might – I, I kind of want to go safe with Walker, with Delaney. But do you think Diggs? Like, I don't know if Diggs will bounce back either. Like, I, I don't know. I if, just really don't know. I, I think it would be safer to go Walker. I really what do. Time is the, um, what time is the uh, the Bears game? Bears Vikings? Uh, the Bears play at three. And what time is the. Um, do you know what time the Chiefs Lions is? The Chiefs Lions is at noon. Okay. All right. I've got some. And, and then the Titans is also at noon, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, so I've got some tough decisions to make. It'll probably be Walker, but I, I, I might be swayed to, I don't know. <laughs> it's, the, it's the safest. It really is. And, you know, feeling the same way. Hopefully you're not relying on Allen Robinson too much, and he's the only receiver you're probably relying on. David exactly. Montgomery, you're probably having to start him. I mean, it's just a, it's a weird situation because we stay start and sit, right? Like we yeah. talk about Devontae Freeman and everything else, but in this one, you, somebody's going to score points. I just don't know who it's going to be. Hundred percent, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's so weird. It's a, that, that's why I can't. I don't want to stand on a soapbox and 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 say anything because I just I'm so intrigued by this. I would have so much better insight when they when they play again, and I and I see how it how it turns out because I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know which one of it, it could be like it could be Irv Smith who goes off, right? It yeah, could be exactly. Kirk Cousins figures it out after he got destroyed last year. There's so many weird intangibles. This is such a weird game. Um, <laughs> Uh, up next, another three o'clock game is Denver hosting Jacksonville. Denver's only lost one, I think, two home games in like the last eight years. By the way, one was this season in the month of September. Uh, who are your starts and sits for this game? Yeah, my start will be um, Fournette. The the Broncos' run defense has not been good. I I do think like he's been very solid, but I think this is the breakout game for him. I think this is the Pound it, a couple touchdowns, hundred yards. He and he, he's played pretty. He's played pretty. He's played okay, but he's been on the field for basically every play. Yes. Like they haven't taken him off the field. Yes. So that that's that looks really good for me from like a, a fantasy perspective, and I do think they're going to feed him the rock. Okay. And then my sit will be Gardner Minshew, because while the Broncos aren't a great run defense, they are a very good pass defense, and they have been this year. And I really, I really don't think, like, I think there's been just so much hype around him about, like, how cool he is and, like, there's, oh, there's no Gardner Mitchell the first, which isn't actually true. Um, <laughs> and it's just, like, he's, he's, set up, he's set up to fail. And I, I, just, I don't think this is the game for him. Did you see so, that? No, I, I don't think, don't get cute. Like, 
I know Matt likes to get cute. I love Matt, but <laughs> you don't you don't need the glory pick. Make the make the logical concern like you got make the pick that you know most people would make. I like it. Do you know? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. He's hugging up on Uncle Rico. He might be throwing some football over the uh, mountains exactly. there. There's so much like aura and mystique behind this guy. And he's just like, there's a reason he wasn't a high draft pick. Like, he, he's a good player. But there, there are plenty of reasons why he wasn't drafted that high. And he hasn't even played that well. Like He's been like a good, like decent NFL quarterback. But for fantasy, he hasn't even been that good. Right. Yeah, I'm not starting him either. I like that. So my start is Cortland Sutton. Um, I think he's the receiver to play, and I, I think the best receiver uh, right now um, on their team. And I think he's going to get in the end zone. He, Him and uh, Sanders both are, t- are top eight as far as red zone targets for the season. So I'm firing him up. He might be on your bench right now. He is worthy of a flex play. And my sit is I'm sitting Shark Week. I think he's going to get the shadow coverage. And Chark. I think he's going to get shut down. So that's my sit. Nice. All right. So I feel about the Dallas visiting New Orleans game like I do the Chiefs and Detroit Lions game. And the exact opposite of the, the Bears and Vikings. I'm starting everyone. I don't care. What are your thoughts on this game? Um. Yeah, I, I guess my start, I said Devin Smith. Okay. Sneaky. Like, I, I like it. Because Cobb didn't really play that well last game, despite, like, he had a touchdown called back. But it wasn't great. And I do think that Smith, like, does look like a decently legitimate deep threat. So, and New Orleans could definitely be exploited on that. And I think my sit will, alternatively, my sit will be Dak Prescott. Just because, again, like, I think, I'm not, I, I think he's played, like, absurdly well this year. And I, I just think that, there's good that he's bound for aggression at some point. And it is it is a sneaky good um, Saints defense, just in general. And I, I really do believe in Sean Payton, you know, as a, as a coach. So I think they're going to do their best to limit him. And I think that they'll do a good job. Okay. I like it. As a Cowboys fan, I was super terrified of this game because I thought that uh, the Saints were going to get mollywhopped by Seattle. And uh, thanks to uh, two oh, defensive yeah. <laughs> touchdowns that did not happen. So not quite as desperate. One thing I'll give you on your Dak Prescott sit, by the way. Yep. Dak Prescott in the Dome last year got jiggity-jacked by the Colts. So very loud, that defense, they ran on him. So I expect uh, old Sean Payton to be watching what, on what happened in that game and what made the Colts be able to hold him to zero points. So... Yeah, it could. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh my god. Yeah, that could be a sneaky. That could be. It's it's in a dome. There could be something to that. I know, like some some of these teams that play in a, in a in a roof that's uh, closed a lot, right? That or or a dome themselves. They really yeah. really really struggle when they play on the road in a dome because they're not used to that much chaos and mayhem going on in their ear. So yeah, that's fair. So that's it's fair, a fair. it's a thing, man. Andrew Luck. When he came to Dallas, we destroyed him a few years ago and won the division on that game. And no one saw a beatdown like that coming. It was the same. It's almost like what the Colts ended up doing to the Cowboys last year. And same thing. I think that was Andrew Luck's first game playing in a dome away. So wow. just food for thought, something to listen to. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying to sit back for it necessarily. I'm just saying temper your expectations because it could be a thing. We could be. We could have dis- discovered a trend with old Dacky. Possibly. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. All right, Monday Night Football. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, these uh, these schedule makers are just divine. This, uh, you know, find me a game better than the uh, than the Redskins Bears, and they've achieved exactly that, right? Not exactly. Oh, God. You're right. God. So, who are your starts and sits for this one? The last time will be Connor. Just the, the Bengals' run defense has not been good this year. And if this is the game for Connor to, to show us what he what he showed this last year. Um, I think he's a pretty good back. I thought the problem would be more so that Jalen Samuels took a little bit of the work, but it kind of just looks like the, the Steelers aren't running the ball very efficiently at all. So I think that this will be his bounce back game, so I'm definitely going to start him. Not that I would really consider benching him anyways, but I think it, it, it's time. Right. And... My bench will be John Ross. I um, 
Well, I believe in speedsters. I kind of think last week we, we saw what can happen when you shut John Ross down. And, you know, if, I, if I'm the Steelers, you know, I'm going to look to limit him definitely because he did torch some other teams the first two weeks. So he's a guy that I don't feel great about, especially with – they haven't played that well so far, but I think it, it's partially because Minka Fitzpatrick has got traded. He's still learning the defense. And I think that, you know, that they're definitely going to match a little bit better on Monday night. Yeah, their defense will definitely eat, that's for sure. I, they're a good streamer, by the way. I would prefer them over Houston, over Carolina, uh, over the Colts even. Uh, I would definitely be about that life. Um, my start is De- Deontay Johnson. Um, I know I'm, I'm big on these rookie wide receivers. Man, he got a touchdown last week. He's only going to get more targets. I think Mason Rudolph is going to look way better at home. And I'm 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 thinking he's going to put up some respectable numbers, so I'm starting him especially if I'm in a pinch. Definitely worth being on a roster. And my sit is Andy Dalton. Um, bad Andy in primetime, man. It's a thing. He's had maybe two good primetime games. One versus the Patriots, I think, on a Monday night. And I can't remember the other one to save my life, but it's more bad than good. So I'm going to go with the trend and say I'm sitting Andy Dalton. Cool. So that is it. That is the game slate. Are there any uh, defenses for our, our guys that play in defensive leagues that you're liking that you think might be a sleeper that could be available today to help them out? Oh, uh, let me just get my list real quick. What do you, how do you feel about the Chiefs D? They've been, I mean, just the Chiefs D, it's, it's weird because they were a top fantasy defense last year too, right. like up there. And it's just because they're always in positive game scripts. And they make other teams pass, and they get turnovers off it. Turnovers off it. So I actually, and also Stafford popped up on the injury report today. So he did with a hip injury. So yeah, it's definitely you're right. That's definitely a speculative ad. Um, I would take the Jaguars or the Broncos defense if they're still on the wire. Agreed. Um, definitely. And uh, I mean, outside of that, there's not really much. There's not really many like surprise defenses. Like I'm, I'm blessed to have drafted the Patriots, and well, not blessed because that was a very concerted effort. But in all of the, uh, the the leagues I have defenses in, I drafted the Patriots, which is four. Um, just because I knew that their, their strength of schedule was so poor, especially after the Steelers game, right? And the Steelers game still went really well for them, and I kind of thought it would. And so, like, I get to sit pretty with the Patriots defense. I don't have to worry about streaming defenses in all my leagues, but. I feel bad for everyone else. That's working. So, I, do you? Would you start if you're in a situation? Because this is what some of our listeners are looking at. Would you prefer the Colts D their home or the Chiefs D on the road? The Colts D, hmm, I think they got two so the major. Colts, the Colts play again? They oh, play. The they play the Raiders with two major players injured. Oh. Um. I'm thinking Chiefs. I'm thinking Chiefs, man. I might Chiefs. I think the Chiefs. Because they get sacks and you, they force it. Like, what's the what's the rule of of a good defense? Well, if you can limit points, that's awesome. So we could definitely ben say the break. yeah, we could definitely say the Colts are going to have that going for them because it, the Oakland's not really scoring a lot of points. Period. But you want to force it. You want a team that's chasing points because there's more sacks, more opportunities for a sack, mind you, and more interception possibilities. So mm-hmm. I think. I think Kansas City might be sneaky, and I normally don't like defenses on the road. But something like I, I picked up Indianapolis in one of my leagues, and I'm so ready to swap it out for Kansas City. I just have a I have a feeling that Indianapolis is going to be a dud defense this week. I really do. Probably a good call, yeah. So that's my thought. Well, that's I think that's where we're going to leave it. Unless you have anything you want to let our listeners know before we get out of here today. No, I think I'm good. All right, good deal. We still managed to keep this thing at almost an hour with just us two. Look at that. <laughs> good for us. <laughs> Whatever. Well, good Good for the listeners. So the object, the goal of these things is to is to help you make decisions to, to win your league. Obviously, Chris and Matt had a previous engagement, so they're not with us right now, but they're always willing to help, as, as well as uh, Lee and myself. So feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Uh, Lee is at Dynasty Dingo. I am at TechmoZach. Matt is at Matt Reller. Chris is at CTempo3. Uh, normally, uh, if, if it's a question that one of us doesn't really feel comfortable all the way or kind of wishy-washy, it could go other way, we'll uh, give it to the Wolfpack Think Tank, and all of us will kind of mull it over where majority wins. 
and our DMs are open, so fire away. It's uh, you need help. Help is okay when for fantasy. It's not about gut and being a hero. Uh, data and uh, looking at the right guys to start or where you win. So lock in that lineup. This is a Creator Rank podcast. Lee and I are out. Peace. See ya.